0: So if you have questions or you want to sign up for FitBucks, you can do so in the show notes, FitBucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Joseph Ranky, and I am excited. Another good episode today, we're going to be talking about finances for couples. Now this could be a married couple, it could be someone that you're dating seriously, whatever it is. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So welcome to the podcast. If you're walk- watching on YouTube, uh, welcome there as well. Be sure to subscribe to the channel either as a or on YouTube. Subscribe, let your friends know, share it. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be the topic today. And the reason why I, I wanted to bring this up is because I get asked a lot of workshops about like keeping separate accounts and all this type of stuff. And those of you that have worked with us at FitBucks, you know this already. Or if you've heard some of our other podcasts we talk about all the times, you know, you don't want to look and focus on the nitty gritty things first because you'll get lost. You want to talk about the bigger overarching picture first, get a plan for that, and then drill down and everything else. And the same thing is applies when you're talking about financial planning or just how do you go about dealing with this stuff as a couple? Okay, and why is it so important? One of the leading, and I, I, I want to say it's number one, but don't quote me on that because it's been a while since i looked at these statistics. But one of the top reasons why people get divorces in this country is because of financial related reasons. Okay, so that's how, how important it is. And, and to me, it's like, I'm always like, how do finances drive people away? Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. But I've seen it happen over and over again, right? And it's like, wow, people actually like, it controls their lives. But this is the biggest thing. There's actually two big things. One, it's because people don't communicate. I mean, at the end of the day, they just don't communicate about it. And that's no secret, that's not just couples. I mean, how many of you, just thinking about this, how many of you had an open discussion about your finances, your money with your your friends? Not very many, right? Either A, you're embarrassed because you don't think you're in a good financial situation, so you don't wanna be embarrassed. Or B, maybe you're in a really good financial situation and you just don't want them to know because they might look at you a different way. I mean, they might start treating you a different way, especially in, in today's, you know, stuff that's going on, you know, with, oh, well, you know, screw those people. They have money and all this type of stuff. You don't know how people are going to react because everything you read about on the Internet is screw those people, you know, that type of stuff. So it's like we, we have both worlds where it's like, hey, I don't want to talk about it with my friends because of this or that. Same things with couples. For some reason, they just don't want to talk about it. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've talked to people at Fitbox. That are, or for example, they're they they're engaged, and I'll say, well, what's your what's your future spouse's uh, student loan debt look like? They're like, I don't know. When's the wedding? Two months. You you haven't discussed this. Like, do they know you have two hundred thousand dollars in student loans? No, they don't know. Oh, so you're gonna wait till after you're married to tell them that? Like that that doesn't really seem like a good good way to start off Um, and again if that's you and you're listening to this and if you've talked to me I probably have encouraged you on the phone go talk to them right you need to get on the same page right so that's number one getting on the same page okay Um, so how do you do that and that that's you know the big thing is you know you just sit down and say well this is what we got to discuss oh (laughs) yeah I tell this story. This is a funny, fun one. Um, Back, back when uh, I was dating my wife, you know, I was talking with my really good friend and uh, my best friend, and like, uh, you know, you guys have been dating for, you know, a while. I think at that point I've been, I don't know, like a year. And uh, he's like, "So, uh, you guys getting married?" (laughs) And I was like, "I don't know." We can't find anything wrong with her so maybe but I was like I have one more thing that I got to talk to her about and he's like what's that I was like my finances and my mentality and I was like "This is is gonna be a deal breaker so I literally sat down within my, my girlfriend at the time and my wife and um, I said look there's something that you gotta know about me and she kind of looked at me like oh shit like what, what the hell are you gonna tell me right and I was like I had the type of personality when it comes to investments or business that if I believe the investment is good enough I I I go all or nothing like gun-ho and what that means is I might come home one night and be like we need to pack our shit up because I lost everything and if you're not okay with that just tell me now we'll just break up and going on a merry way and she was like no nah, i get it i understand like that's cool i was like oh shit i guess i'm getting married like right because that was like that's the last, the last thing it's like this is who i am now reality happens now that we're married it's, she she's like and i have a three-year-old um it's like now that the three-year-old is like hey calm down on the wrist taking a little bit it's like oh shit like yeah you're right but at the time i, I literally sat her down and said that if you're not okay with this just let me know now, I'm not I'm not telling all all you guys listening, hey, like sit down with your spouse or your significant other and say, hey, if you're not cool to see you later, um, you know, but that's just my nature. I was just like, I, I, this is who I am. I don't need to waste my time if you're not down with this, all right? So, um, you know, that that's my way of doing it. Obviously, I was a little bit softer in my approach when I actually did that. I didn't just blurt it out, you know, I was saying it jokingly and stuff, but that's how important it was. It's like, this is what we're doing or this is what I, this is how I am, period. So make sure you have those conversations, communicate, okay? Now, one of the big things about getting on the same page is making sure that each one of you have things that you're gonna be doing and that you understand that you're gonna be doing, okay? I'm gonna be talking about that last, okay? Before I get to that, I'm gonna go to the second major, major topic. So the first one is communication the second one and this is the biggest one of the biggest biases we see in finance is looking at things in buckets now typically we see this when we talk to people about like debt right they'll sit there and say like well i have student loan debt how do i repay that okay now i have credit card debt how do i repay that i have a car loan how do i repay that i have a mortgage how do i repay that and they look at each one of the debts separately it's it's just debt How do you put together an overall game plan to pay it all off? And not only that, but debt, it's just part of your finances. How does it coincide with paying that off and build it like buying a house or saving for retirement? Basically what I'm saying is as an individual, you want to look at everything as a big, 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 big picture, not my 401k, my IRA, my Roth IRA, my brokerage account, my bank account. No, it's all assets. You gotta do the same thing when you're married. Okay, like oftentimes, and, and you know, if you guys have communicated and you want to keep accounts separately, that's fine. Okay, that's what you guys have agreed to. I highly advise against it. Okay, I can't tell you how many times I've had, when back in my former wealth management career, people come to me, that mother effort was keeping a side account, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, my wife was keeping a side account. She blew X amount of money. But how do you think these arguments start? Secrets? That's not communication, right? Mind numbing. So maybe, you, again, you can have those separate accounts that you're not telling each other about, and that's maybe what you guys have agreed upon. I will strongly encourage you not to do that. Okay. Bottom line is, is that's not the key thing. My bottom line is, you got to look at everything as a whole. That's how you make decisions. You are now one person, period. So if that's the case, How can you have accounts that each other don't know about? If you have an account over here, you're not looking at the whole thing to make a proper decision. So you have to look at everything on a whole. So those are the big two, two, two big takeaways. Communicate it first and foremost, even if it's a hard topic, like you got to communicate about it. Okay, communicate. Second, look at it as a whole. It's not an individual thing. Okay? Now, like I said, I'm going to go into the how. How do you go into that nitty-gritty? What do you guys need to do? Like I said, if you have separate accounts, that's fine. I have separate accounts that are in my name that I had before I was married. My wife has hers that were in her separate name. Okay? We still have those. I didn't close them. And we have joint accounts. But guess what? She also has access to my account. She can see it anytime she wants to. I don't, I don't care. Okay? But this is the thing you guys gotta get on the same page so like for for myself again i'll give you a perfect example of how like we should have structured things i sat down and told my wife i i hate wasting my time on bills hate it i'd rather focus my time on growing assets and and investments. and so it's like look you're dealing with the 401k stuff you're dealing with the investments you're dealing with this that's what she said to me that's what i deal with that's what i do all day long that's my expertise she deals with all the bills, right? Like auto pay, bill pay, all that type of crap, do it. Like, I, I just, I don't want to see it, okay? And a lot of people are like, wow, you're you're founder of a finance company. And it's like, like you don't deal with every single little tiny bill? No, I freaking hate it. I don't want to dispute a dollar overcharge or a $5 overcharge or even a $25 overcharge. I don't care, get it out of my face, right? That again, that's just my personality. And that's how we have our separate, just our basically our quote unquote duties or responsibilities or whatever it is, right? And that's for us now, like in terms of, of the bank accounts and retirement accounts and all that type of stuff and spending, you know, when it comes to a quote unquote bigger purchase or a bigger thing of money, like, hey, can I move this here to here? It's like, yeah, let's sit down and talk about it, right? Like major expenses uh for example like uh the other night my wife was we we're thinking about either leaving my my daughter at the same daycare that she's at right now which is stupid expensive it, it was one of the only ones in the area when we moved to texas so that's the only one you had to go to but it's really good like it's fantastic my daughter loves it she has her friends there the school's fantastic she's learning a ton awesome homeschooling okay or just switching daycares and go half-time and then homeschool private public school whatever it is right it's a major financial decision so my wife sat down and was like well, what do you want to do with this so we just sat down and was like Well, what's the pros what's the cons?" well we made a decision great okay the small things for me i don't care right like if my wife wants to go on a 400 dollars shopping spree and buy clothes i don't know why she wants to buy clothes for me i have the same clothes I, I can care less about clothes but if she needs to do that whatever if she needs to spend money for her work whatever Like, if she, you know, wants to go get a massage, I don't care. If you want to buy an extra ornament for the Christmas tree, I don't care, right? Like, I know she's smart with money. She's not just going to blow money on stupid shit, okay? Now, I've seen other couples that are the complete opposite of that, where they nickel and dime everything. I mean, they literally will be like, hey, I'm I'm thinking about spending, I went to the grocery store to buy food but I see this this other thing that's not food, that's $3, do you think I should buy it? And they'll call their spouse over that or text them about it. To me, that's insanity. I would drive myself freaking mad if my wife was calling me for shit like that, okay? Bottom line is, they're both that way. That's how they communicate. They say, that's fine. Nickel and it, And they do it together. That's the way they communicate. That's what they agreed upon. But they're on the same page. Again, communication, they know, hey, do this now if you have someone whose personality is like mine where it's like you you see something I, my daughter at the grocery store wants to she sees a a frozen comic or book coloring thing for three dollars I'm not gonna call my wife I'm just gonna freaking buy it and say here have fun let's go play let's learn how to color right like I, I don't care and I expect my wife to do the same exact thing I don't care now, if my spouse was the opposite way where she was just nickel and diming everything, right, and that was important to her, then that's fine. You just gotta communicate it. And I better know that before I get married because if I couldn't deal with that, I wouldn't get married to that. Right? But if your spouse or your significant other is that way, it's not necessarily a bad thing if you're not that way. You just, one, have to communicate about it, and two, set guidelines like, look, I'm gonna go out and spend this stuff. If the dollar amount is above X amount. I'll let you know, but if it's not, I'm not going to call you. If you're not all right with that, we needed to talk about that because I'm not going to be there stressed out about having to spend a dollar 99 on something and have to confirm with you if I can do this or not. Mike, I'm sorry. Okay. That's the big thing there. Okay. Now bigger financial plan. This is where you really have to communicate and get on the same page. Okay. I can't tell you, how many times we talk to spouses or couples and oftentimes at Fitbucks because uh hist- historically uh over the last four years we didn't there's a there's a trigger on their on their profiles I say if you're married or not. It doesn't ask who your spouse is or if they have an account. We're changing that. We're actually gonna build a household account so that way it's all on one one thing and you can see everything on one screen. Okay. That's gonna be our new system. But our old system, we had no idea. So I can't tell you how many times that like I might've been on a conversation with somebody and went through their entire student loan stuff. They said they were getting married. They gave me a little bit of background on their on their spouse. And we went through a plan. And like two weeks later, their, their spouse calls me. Now I have no idea that it's the spouse. And I asked them, are you, getting, like, are you getting married or are you married? And they say, yes. And I say something like, okay, is your spouse doing X, Y, Z? And they give me a little background. We go through their plan. And then about halfway through or a quarter of the way through, they say, oh yeah, you helped my wife two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, what's the name? And I can go look it up. And one or two things oftentimes happens. Either A, what they told me about their spouse, either their income or their student loan stuff, is completely wrong. Completely wrong. And it's like, now that for me personally, it's like, what am I supposed to do, right? Like, you're sitting here saying this, but she, you know, might have 200 grand more than what you think she has. Like, you know, what's what am I supposed to say? Because I'm supposed to help this person with their student loan plan, and I, I really can't. Because it's like, um, like, that strategy that you were going to do is not going to work because of what's going on with her debt. And... You guys don't know that. So you should probably get together and let's have another phone call. That's basically all I can say is you have the basics. Let's schedule a call together because you're going to have to work this out. And I've had a few people call back where they get on the phone and they find out and they're arguing among themselves it's like, oh, shit. Like, you know, It's like being a, a doctor and all of a sudden like, you know, the, your wife comes with you to do the doctor and they start asking those questions like, do you drink alcohol? Have you ever done drugs? And you're like, oh, shit. She doesn't know that I, that, that I chew anymore. And it's like, oh, crap, like, yeah, I do it every day. It's like, I, I don't do that. It's actually a funny story happened to my mom because my mom supposedly quit smoking cigarettes years ago. And so my dad went with her to a doctor. It's like, hey, yeah, I smoke. It's like, oh, it's like one of those things, right? Where the doctor's like, oh, shit. Same thing happens to, to, to us. Like when I'm sitting there and it's like, hey, I got a married couple. All of a sudden it's like, wait, you have how much student loans? It's like, oh, crap, here we go, right? So communicate, so that's first and foremost. That, that's the first thing that happens is the spouse doesn't know how much, which we already touched on, right? The second big one though, is they're on a completely different pages. Meaning they wanna do something different with their finances. Their goals are different. It's like, how can you have different goals? You're, you're married. And so like when it comes to student loans, one wants to, wants to do a loan forgiveness plan, one wants to do a payoff strategy. Guess what? You're not going to do either one of them. Like, because your overall financial picture is going to look like shit if you do both of them. Okay, you got to come together with a plan. Or one one wants to potentially rent because they they want to aggressively pay off their loans or something like that. The other one wants to go on a loan forgiveness plan because their goal is to buy a house. Wait, your goal is to buy a house? Your, your goal is to rent and pay off your loans? Completely different. Like, you got to get on the same page in terms of a financial plan. And that's why the communication component of it is so important. Communication, communication, communication. That's number one. Number two, you have to look at everything as a whole. If you can't communicate, you can't look at it as a whole. Right? So again, that's really what I wanted to discuss today about looking at things as a married couple. I hope that the stories helped. Uh, My wife's probably going to shoot me. My mom might shoot me, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, giving out some of those stories, uh, I'll probably get a, an email from one or two of you being like, "Oh my god, I did that to you on the phone!" Like with my spouse, it's like, "I yeah, don't worry about it." I've been in the situation so many times. I just like I, I know how to diffuse it a little bit, so I'm okay. Um, but that's the thing: communicate. Look at the bigger picture. When it comes to the nitty gritty type of things, it doesn't matter. My personality is one way with my wife's personality. The key was that we know those personalities. We've communicated it. Deal with it. It doesn't matter if one of you nickels and dimes. doesn't matter if neither one of you nickels and dimes. doesn't matter if one of you hates bills. The other one will do them. You do something else. It doesn't matter. Just communicate it and say this is what we need to do. So that way this stuff doesn't become an issue. Like we always say at Fitbox, the whole reason why we are building our technology is because we don't want it to be taking up time and stressing. I'll leave you with one last story. One of the big things about the new technology that we're actually about to launch, I had built this huge Excel sheet to manage my finances before I met my wife. like All the bills and all that stuff. And bef- like, After I met my wife, I was like, here, here's the Excel sheet, you deal with it. I don't wanna deal with it anymore. And she's like, oh my God, I've to input all this stuff, input all this stuff. Well, that was part of that. Part of what we built and are building at FitBucks is a culmination of that excel sheet and a bunch of other stuff but that way my wife can do all the stuff very easily right so that way you can do it very easily um so i thought you guys the you know might think that's a funny funny story to end on just because it's like you know part of this is because she was complaining about how difficult it it was like well let's create something that makes it easier right so anyways that's the topic for today spouses significant others communicate We'll get everything at the whole picture and a whole level, not individually. We'll see you on the next podcast.